Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Good to have you back, Nicole. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's been a crazy few days um, with D twenty three and the Emmys were last night. Yeah, Um, shit, I forgot about that. So you didn't watch it either. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't realize it was on a Monday because they're usually on a Sunday. But um, yeah, no, I, I knew of at the Emmys. Um, I was kind of keeping track of it. Shout out to our girl Zendaya, two-time Emmy Award winner. Um, a lot of a lot of people won Emmys that we've been rooting for for the past couple of years. So I'm happy about that. Um, yeah. I forgot that Emmys was in the discussion. <laughs> yeah. I, I also, since we're giving shout outs, I want to give a huge shout out to Quinta Bronson for uh, Abbott Elementary. Um, yes. I have loved the show since the first episode and I didn't catch up with it, but I've been watching the rest of the first season um, and I will be watching the rest of it. I'm on episode seven right now, um, but fantastic show. Huge props to those that were in it. Um uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph got a Emmy nom, any award winner last night, and hugely, hugely deserved. So I'm so happy to see that. Um, but yeah, all props to Emmy winners and all Emmy noms. Um, definitely a tough season, I think, this year with some great shows. So um, great stuff there. But uh, for those who are new listeners, uh, return listeners, this is TWSS, a podcast about entertainment news, podcasts, uh, uh sorry, <laughs> theories and debates. Um, I'm host, she's Nicole. I'm all over the place. I just said I'm host and she's Nicole. I'm Zach, she's Nicole. <laughs> and, um, today I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I think it's got a lot to do with D23. So Nicole, let's kick off. What are we discussing today? Yeah. So um, as a bunch of our listeners have already probably guessed it, um, D23 was this past weekend. Saturday was the big. So the whole the whole expo is huge in itself with everything that they showcased. Um, but Saturday was the Lucasfilm um, 20th Century, um, Pixar, and Marvel panel each of them were about a little bit over an hour um lucasfilm to kick us off was they showed andor um from my understanding they showed a first look at ahsoka um i do have to say this year was a little different that zach and i didn't realize we were trying to do it live reaction but found out that it was not really going to be recorded live that they were it was like a whole separate show kind of thing so zach and i were basically texting each other the whole time going off of twitter um but correct me if i'm wrong zach they showed mandalorian season three trailer they showed um and i think certain things were released certain things weren't um but yeah anything you want to add with lucasfilm you're a star wars person yeah, so uh, Tales of the Jedi was also another series that was added, I think will be incredible. I know that uh, Bad Batch is getting another season that was revealed. Um, Mando trailer was incredible. Um, Andor looks really good, and I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, what else did they do for Star Wars? Ahsoka. Ahsoka and how it is... Uh, Apparently, according to John Favreau, Dave Filoni's magnum opus, 
So that only bodes well for some fantastic viewing content. Um, uh, Rick, Fu- I'm going to butcher his name, and I apologize to Rick. Uh, Fujima for Yima um, is going to be the executive producer for Mandalorian moving forward, which is fantastic. Rick directed a couple episodes for The Mandalorian, huge Star Wars fan, and happy to see that uh, Favreau is uh, creating this cohort of, or at least maybe even this is a point of maybe we can give props to Kathleen Kennedy, Um, not something we do on this channel very (laughs) often, but I think in the creation of this Star Wars cohort, this group of Star Wars loving directors and producers who are taking, pushing this content forward, I think having Rick as the executive producer is a uh, fantastic development. So uh, some great stuff there. I think Tales of the Jedi is going to be a really great series and it's going to tie in well with the Clone Wars saga. I was also saying that in watching the trailer, I'm interested by a young Count Dooku. I think that's going to be (laughs) a very interesting dynamic. Um... And I I don't read the novels, I don't read the comics, but I've never seen a young Count Dooku before, so I'm interested to see that dynamic and obviously paying homage to the late Christopher Lee. So, all together, some great stuff for Lucasfilm moving forward yeah. with Star Wars, but... Uh, yeah, it was a. It was. It would have been great to have had live reactions to a lot of this stuff, but you know, so it goes. Well, and I think part of that is because with COVID, um, back at like two years ago, they had it. I think it was just the shareholders. So I think with that, they re- did release. I remember certain things that we weren't allowed to see, um, and then they released others that were like trailers. So I think that had a huge part in it. And this year was, was a lot bigger. Um, any other thoughts on Lucasfilm? No, some great shows. Uh, excited to see what they do. Um, I think you're building off some great, great content, building off some great characters. I mean, freaking Saw Guerrero is back for Andor, so that's going to be interesting. So I think some good things are happening. Excited to see where we go moving forward with the Star Wars universe, but altogether, yeah, very happy with what we got, uh, the other day. Okay. Um, next would be the Marvel panel. So, um... I do have to say before I go into this, I was reading comments about the panel just because like, I just want to see what bloggers thought of it. And Daniel RPK had said that the Marvel panel had been underwhelming, which I sort of 95% agree with him. Um, not that it was underwhelming and per- well, it was, but in my point of view, he made a good point saying that they basically like everything that was announced at D23 was already kind of shown and announced at Comic-Con, but this was kind of just more like a showcase, which I did agree with because we, the only, like the only thing we really got announced officially was the Thunderbolts cast, which I have in here. Um, but I guess, so the first thing I kind of just did highlights of what I saw. Um, the first thing I, I put on here was that, um, Ant-Man 3, we did get new info. The trailer won't be released for a while, which is something that Kevin Feige had confirmed. They're going to hold on to it, which I think, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they showcased it at Black Panther. Um, since Ant-Man comes out, I think, in February, I want to say. Um, but we got new info. We got a kind of like more of a plot line, per se, of what's going to happen. 
Um, and we also got an, a confirmation that Randall Park will reprise his role as Jimmy Woo. And this film directly links to Avengers King Dynasty, which is the phase six. Um, any thoughts on that? No, we we expected that. Yeah. Um, and then, so moving on from that, so I am actually really highly anticipating, um, I think Ant-Man is actually the first film of Phase 5. So Thunderbolt's cast, which was the last thing announced, um, or it was second to last, I think Marvel, the Marvels was also the last, one of the last things announced. Um, are we surprised <laughs> with the Thunderbolt's cast? No great cause. I, I think Ghost was a surprise to me. Um, Red Guardian was the surprise for me. But. And Red Guardian, I think. But otherwise, no, I, I expected what we got. Well, I, think it's gonna be an, it, I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic, though. And I think um, having Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier in there, too, is going to offer something very interesting for that crew um but i do think that this group is a great jumping off point for team dynamics or like a team a team for us to get behind or to learn more about you know in the shadow of the avengers mhm i think this is this is probably the best uh, ensemble i could have asked for so it was good i liked it i a like lot. it i think it's gonna bring a lot of humor but also like just to see how they each interact with each other and um I'm excited for it going forward um dedicate the memoriam that they had for chadwick boseman and the final look at black panther 2 so i like that they did do a little like kind of dedication to him um that was very sweet. I, I I saw part of the video on TikTok, um, and then they did show the final trailer of Black Panther, but it w- was not released yet. So I think we'll get that in a few weeks. Um, thoughts on that? I was happy to hear that Ryan Coogler said that this is not it, and actually, after you guys see this, I'm actually going back to the cutting room and I'm gonna cut some more. Yeah, I heard I that. I thought that was fantastic for him to to offer that to fans to say, you know, again, this is a trailer. This is what I got so far, but I'm not done. I'm still working on it. I'm still piecing this together and I'm taking my time to do it. And yeah. so I was very encouraged by that to know that, you know, he wanted to come with something and yet was very clear that he's working on something right now. He's got some pieces to to figure out, so great stuff there in my opinion um but going off of that he's actually one of the directors in um in i don't even know what the word would be he's one of the directors marvel is eyeing for avengers secret wars which a lot of fans um the rumor just started i think today there was like a, a someone started i don't know who but they um a lot of fans are behind it they said if the fantastic work he did with Black Panther, what he's doing with Black Panther 2, they would love to see him um, for this, especially since the Shang-Chi director is directing King Dynasty. Um, thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, like, what thought can you have, right? No, Kugler exactly. Is, is I a, think it's phenomenal. Bonafide if, director. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Great choice. 
I think um, I think I think another choice would be depending on how Nia DaCosta does with the Marvels. The Marvels I think yeah. she might also be considered, but I, I think yeah, why not, right? I do have to say, I, I've I read the plot line that was not even leaked for, but the plot line that was told. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm interested. It has me interested enough. But to the point that I'm like that, the, I, like it's kind of. Did you hear about the plot line for Black Panther? The Marvels. No. It's um, it was it was released like, or not released, but someone had said the plot line for the Marvels is they're all switching places and have to find a way to cure that. So like how at the end of Miss Marvel, right. how she became so that's exactly what's going on in this film. Um. So I don't. I, I mean, it sounds interesting. I'm interested enough to see like what comes of that and to see a trailer for it. But just like kind of reading it, I was like, really? Like that's what they're going with? But if it brings each of them together, I think that's a fantastic idea. But that's just what I read. Again, interesting. Um, but yeah, those were my takeaways from the panel. Do you have any others that I didn't mention? That Secret what? Invasion? Oh, Secret Invasion, I'm so sorry. Are I you forgot. serious? Yeah, the trailer was phenomenal. <laughs> so that was a good trailer. How I have did to you say. Just forget Secret Invasion. <laughs> sorry. I, I like, oh, what was the other one? They released two shows. Oh, yes. There is a lot more to talk about. Sorry. Armor Wars um, as well was released, or at least just the title logo was released. Uh, Rhodey, I think, is going to be in Secret Invasion. Uh, Armor Wars. But they said, I thought they said that he, he was is, also going to be. He is in Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. He is in Secret Invasion. Um, Olivia Coleman, love anything she's in. I think, I don't know, just like her one little line or her two little lines in the trailer. I was like, okay, I love this. Um, what did you think? Because I know that you said like that was your top. I am so excited to get an hour and 45, two hours with Samuel Jackson on screen as Nick Fury. Um, we haven't had Sam Jackson on screen for a long time to to in this capacity, I would say. We we've definitely had him for like the eight, hateful eight. But um as Nick Fury, I'm so excited to to learn more about Nick Fury. I know we got we got a, a lot of that in uh, Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, sorry. Um but I am so excited to have old rugged Nick Fury yeah. out acting and, 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 and going toe-to-toe with Ben Mendelsohn. And I'm so excited for that. So I'm hoping that we get to see Sam stretch his acting chops. And I tweeted about this, but I'm really excited to see Sam stretch himself to, 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 um, to really challenge people. And their perceptions of him as an actor, because I feel like not that he's disrespected. I don't feel that, but I do feel like we haven't seen the full scope of Nick Fury. I think the last time we got like some really interesting work from Nick Fury was maybe Winter Soldier, in my opinion, of like a character dealing with some things. Because I mean. Nick Fury was always in the know, but I think at that point you saw a character who who was unsure of what was actually happening and yet right, had to present right. like I still knew what was going on. 
even as like the highest like of authority you're starting to see that he's unraveling and he's like especially that car scene before the winter soldier attacks him he's like what do you mean like so i i get i get what you're saying so i'm super excited to see samuel jackson kind of deliver more of that I'm hoping right. that that's what we'll get. But no, I'm I'm super excited for Secret Invasion. I think it was the best trailer I saw online, um, Marvel-related. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely excited for that. It was a good... Um, yeah, I mean, I, remember, I, I had seen that, and I like that they brought back Maria Hill. I like that it's... I just love anything Nick Fury. I love that we're bringing in new characters as well. Um, uh, but yeah, anything else from the Marvel panel? Um, we didn't get a Fantastic Four announcement. <laughs> no, we didn't. But you know what's funny is I kind of like, I don't know, like I half expected it, but half didn't because there were just so many. And, and I started seeing it more again because a lot of people had said like Marvel fans will really hype anything up. And I, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, but we did get the confirmation that Matt Shankman is the director, which is which is going to be pretty cool. Um, he did a fantastic work on WandaVision. Um, so that just means that they're still perfecting, like, getting the the right cast is how I look at it. And, try, and really, like, weeding out what they want. Because um, I wouldn't want them just to announce anything just because it's like, okay, the fans really want this. Let me announce something now. Um, it's, I feel like it's better to wait and focus on phase five going into this next year and i mean we still do have comic-con next year and d23 next year so i'm kind of um you know what i mean like just kind of focus on the projects that are currently going on Mm -hmm. um but non-marvel marvel related i do have to mention that the little mermaid trailer was shown and i have i think that's one of the first one of the only trailers i've ever actually like screamed at because i was so excited and because hallie bailey phenomenal singer like i was there was a there was two tiktoks released there was one of um part of part of your world released with the one that they saw and i started crying (laughs) because she has vocals like she was phenomenal casting and i can only imagine they announced i think four new songs original songs and um watching all like the reaction videos from people it's been i i've been crying at tiktok the last like three days because like just these little girls are i like mom she looks like me and i'm like oh my god (laughs) but it's i think they're gonna get I, i love what disney what route Disney is going with with this showing that representation does matter and that they're not afraid to go outside the scope of things so it'll be interesting to see what more of a trailer we get with her um because we haven't we haven't even seen like her acting chops yet we've only seen like her singing so I'm curious I've heard um she was actually the first person to audition for this role or that he, she was the first person that the director saw perform and said, like, I want you to audition for me right now. And then he saw others and said, no, it's her. Um, but any thoughts on that? I mean, like, <laughs> I, it makes me so happy. 
But yeah. um no, I I I watched the teaser trailer with my girlfriend and I audibly was like Oof. She's yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, she's going to be yeah. good." She's like, "We're watching that." So like I'm I'm very excited for it. Um I do question live actions as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think if we're looking for someone to carry this movie, I think she's a fantastic choice. Mm-hmm. The whole point of Ariel is the singing ability if we're really going looking at it. And I think what it's what it's doing for folks, like specifically people of color, is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I also think the narrative that is being created in which folks are saying, you know, why are we making Ariel white and why are we making her black? And what's the blah, 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 blah. I think that also is now an opportunity for us to unpack more about what we're experiencing as a culture because there is nothing about Ariel that requires her to be white. And so right. I think that's going to be interesting. I do think another part that um, is being brought up is the fact that it doesn't look like we're underwater in terms of CGI work. Um, and so yeah, that then of, begs a bigger yeah. question with, you know, as far as like Marvel and CGI, I wonder if maybe Disney is along on those lines too, but you know, but I do think that until we see her acting chops, her actually in the movie, right. I think we deserve, we reserve the right to have any real opinion. If we're looking at the trailer as a whole, which is a teaser, does it make you want to see the film? If so, it's done its job. And for me, it makes me want to watch it. I'm I'm not sure about it because I just don't think live actions are very good from Disney's perspective, but I do want to watch yeah. it for her. And I think that she will she will have a great rendition of of the popular songs. She's doing something different with part of your world that I really appreciate. And yeah. then I think we're making Ariel's ability to sing a main facet of her character, which it is. And so the concept of her losing her voice in a deal with Ursula then creates a bigger question of how is Haley Berry Haley Bailey going to act? when she can't say anything that's such an interesting dynamic to deal with when you're dealing with a singer like when you have a singer who's an act who's acting and now you're asking them to act using just their body language if she pulls it off i think we have to say this is an amazing performance so that's exactly what my thought process was before was that okay like we know she is a singer like that's been established um, one of the reasons why they brought her on, but I'm sure that they've seen her acting chops. I'm sure that they've, you, you I, I don't want to say you wouldn't hire somebody that can do both, but like in this instance, like half, I would say 90% of this movie is her acting. Like it's her not talking or singing. Like at least like the first, what, 20 minutes or first 15, 20, I haven't seen the I rewatched it. the the first the first the first I would say I want to say the first thirty minutes is is singing and talking, and then the last minute few minutes is just. But we um, also don't know how they're gonna if they're gonna 
edit it somehow if they're gonna like you know what I mean if they're gonna cut anything out add anything true who knows? that's true um what? But I do think I do think what works for I will say this point I do think that even if Haley Bailey is not a confident actress, I think it will work for her because Ariel is a pretty naive individual, and I think that Ariel in the movie isn't the most expressive, and and I think there is a childlike quality to Ariel that I think mm-hmm. a novice actress can elicit so i think she will be fine from that perspective if it's in terms of like believability but yeah i think that if you're looking for someone to sing a damn song you you hit the jackpot here so i agree um any other thoughts on the d23 expo I'm just happy to see folks mad about the Fantastic Four costing announcement. It brings me joy. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't bring me joy, but I do I do like the fact that a lot of in the know people were just like, what the what did y'all expect? Like there was no confirmation. Nobody said anything. Come the fuck. Right. Down. Right. Like, I was like, and- we need that. We need that. We need us to calm the hype. We need there to be because for so for 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 too long it's been we create this hype train we put pressure on we say it's going to happen and it happens and then we get overjoyed at the fact that we made something happen but i think it's important and i'm glad foggy was like listen got nothing nothing else to tell you sorry and then we're like wait what there isn't going to be an announcement yeah there's going to be no announcement get over it like you don't you don't claim us you don't tell us what we do i'm saying there's nothing to say i'm not going to say anything tough shit like, I'm glad that happened to some degree. And I hope that in the future, we continue to do that and be unassuming and convert uh, uh, and, and get people to, like, really think about how things are going. Because I think, and I think for us, we're guilty of that as, as, as podcasters and, and folks in the media, or at least, like, we look at the media. I think it's so easy for us to just make assumptions about what a studio is going to do. And I think it's important for a studio to say, no, this is actually what we're doing and this is why we're doing it and to to call us out on our shit. So, you know, yeah, I'm glad that happened. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that um, it'll happen when it does. I mean, I was was I disappointed slightly, but I also understood I was like, OK, we're in phase, we're only barely out of phase four. We still have so many other amazing projects happening. So many other amazing projects, like so many others coming out before 2024. So um, excited to see when it does happen. Um, switching gears to HBO Max. <laughs> um, episode four of House of the Dragon. Um, I'm actually going to go first this time because I go have ahead. so many thoughts. Go ahead. Oh my God. Go ahead. So, okay, and like, I want to give it a ten out of ten rating so bad, but I, like, I'm gonna give it nine point nine out of ten. What's stopping you from giving it a ten? I don't know. I was like, so there was so much happening. Like, you uh-huh. can just so first of all, the tension between Renera and Damon was just uh-huh. like, populating. 
And I was like, oh no, we're going to, like, it's going to happen. I was hoping it wasn't going to happen. Like, not that I wasn't hoping, but I was like, this is all this show really is, is like a lot of incestual stuff. But in a weird way, it makes, it's like, you love to see it, but you hate to see it at the same time. Like, it's just so messed up. Um, <laughs> not that I love to see it, but like, you know what I mean? No. Like, this is what makes the show like, oh, there it is. <laughs> you love to see it, but you hate to see it. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm going to get crucified for that, but like, no. I don't know. It was so like I'm watching it and I'm like, this isn't gonna happen. Okay, so my thoughts are Damon is back. We obviously it's been like four years. They kind of say, like, oh, it's been a few years. Um, love the short haircut on him. Chef's kiss. Um, I think he is one of the best characters written, even from Game of Thrones. I will put that out there. Um, he is a conniving. Targaryen, and I love to see it. So is Otto. I like that we finally called Otto out on his ship four episodes in. A lot of people were comparing Otto to Littlefinger this episode, but the thing is, everyone said Littlefinger didn't show his hand right away as Otto did, which I thought was brilliant. Um, I loved that you kind of see in the big, like you see Renera and Alicent friendship growing back. And then I'm I'm thinking in the episode, I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. Like, they're going to, like, this is what's going to make them break apart. Um, and then Damon sneaks Renera out of the castle. And then they have their little love affair. And, you, and I'm like, oh, God. But I don't know if you've seen this theory. There's a theory out there that he purposely did this. So that way he can get what he wants, which is Renera. Supposedly, he paid the little boy or he paid Malaysia to pay the little boy to catch them and tell Otto. So that way he can get what he wants in this scenario, which is Renera. Um, love the little bickerman between. I like that Viserys didn't, I like that Viserys didn't really believe Otto, but then he went and confronted Damon and was like, you really deflowered whatever my daughter, um, I guess also, so without going through the whole entire episode, because I know you have thoughts as well. Um, I just, I love the two different confrontations. I love the confrontation with Alicent and Renera, how Alicent was like, just tell me the truth. How dare you? And then it was, and then you see like, it's kind of like bad cop, good cop in a sense. Um, I have to give the episode nine and nine point nine out of ten. I just I'm so interested to see where they go with this with the mid season like change up in episode five. Um, yeah, we get we get the older girls in the next episode or after this next episode six. Yep, episode six. Um, but yeah, love the episode. Probably it was probably one of the best episodes so far. Um, yeah, Zach, go ahead. If I have anything else, I'll chime in. I I slightly disagree with the, the theory that you brought up. I think that... That was just something off of Twitter people were I know, writing but on. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I slightly disagree because I think that it, Damon doesn't want Rhaenyra. Damon obviously wants the Iron Throne. Correct. And I think by by 
deflowering Rhaenyra, or at least creating the illusion of deflowering Rhaenyra, it would then cause um, Viserys to doubt his idea of naming her as the heir. Right. And maybe maybe prevent Rhaenyra from getting on the throne because they're saying, well, she could barely be a maiden. How could she be queen? And obviously the misogynist arguments that are being made during this time period is going to affect the ability of Rhaenyra to be queen. So I think that if I'm going to agree by that theory, I think it's it's to prevent Rhaenyra from getting on the throne. So I just wanted to kind of say that before I start my own opinions about the show. Um, mm-hmm. Episode four. That was a doozy. Um, they really came really? out. The, they really came out the box with that one. That was a that that episode was really interesting. I. I got to a point where I was on the couch and I slid to the floor because I was like, what is happening right now? Oh, you said um, doozy. So I'm assuming said, you mean like that. No, I loved it. I thought it was okay, great. Okay, that's why I, I was just, like fused. I just was like, wow, we really, we yeah, really yeah. did that? We like, we really did that? And so, um, yeah, the Damon Renera thing was coming. It was weird. Uh, it was I don't also, really think he wants her though. I don't. It was... I, it was also kind of hot, like, if we're being honest. Like, it was weird, but it was hot. It was steamy, which, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, I also think that uh, the Kristen Cole thing is very reminiscent of the Jon Snow thing. So we're definitely playing with that a little bit. Um, um. I did enjoy the... The fight when um, they kind of get Rhaenyra's hand and that boy, that teenage boy and that older yeah. guy and how he killed him. I thought that was fun. Um, what else about the episode? Uh, Viserys is going to die. Uh, we, whether it's this episode or next episode, he is dead. Felt that it was right to to get Otto at this episode. I felt like... He played, like you said, he played his hand and he kind of showed what he was trying to do. And um, I think that was important. And so this is what they're saying. This is the Game of Thrones. This is the the politics that are being played in all of this. So it's going to be interesting from that perspective of who does the king choose as his hand? I personally think it's going to be that guy, that other guy um, who was giving him the advice of marrying um, towards the... Uh, Oh, the one who he said that he, like, trusts his opinion the most, or he trusted, like, he knew he was going to be the most honest with him. Yeah, that guy. Said that, like, episode two. I think he's going to be the hand. um, The one who suggested uh, marrying to, uh, marrying Lenor um, to the king. I think Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be good. I think it's going to be interesting, the dynamic of Rhaenyra and Lenor and how that wedding happens and what happens there. Uh, I think that's going to be very interesting. And whether... Rhaenyra then gets um, discontent by that marriage because it is a political marriage and not one that she's chosen. Do does she continue to smash her Christ or Christ, Kristen on the side? We'll we'll see. I mean, it's part of the Targaryen nature to do that, right? Um, so oh, God. sorry, go ahead. So we'll see if that happens. Um, I. I liked the episode a lot. I think it ha- it put Viserys in a weird situation that he I don't think he 
foresaw himself being in. Um, and yet I think it, it really alludes to the fact that there is a power vacuum and that nobody believes that, um, the Targaryens are strong right now. And so he now has to act as king. And I think it was great. Rhaenyra's speech was like, you have to be king right now. Like everyone else is doing what they're doing. You're not doing your job. You're asking me to go marry and I'll marry because you're telling me to. But you got to do your job and actually talk about because somebody's out here spreading mess about me. And I, you name me as your heir, so you got to protect me. That's auto. You got to do the tough shit. Come on, like, come on, big dog. Let's go do it. So mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that monologue. And I think that that's going to be very important for Viserys moving forward, especially because I truly believe in the next two episodes, he's going to die. Like his body is rotting away right now. Um, so I hope that within the next few episodes and then also like the preview hints or shows that auto telling alicent that aegon must be aegon the king Henry. moving forward so here's where How i think like you said the divide he's three or four now oh maybe my. seven since because you said it's four years he was three at the episode at the hunt so i think he's probably about seven okay. um and so it's gonna be i believe that preparation of aegon that's gonna divide Renera and alicent completely to the point right. where we see a knife is being drawn on Renera and Renera giving that awesome line of now they see who you are. Like, I think that's going to be so good. Um, but yeah, I think it was a, was a, was a great episode. I, I do think the way they're trying to navigate that Damon Renera sex scene is very weird where they're saying, Oh, well he couldn't get it up. So it's okay. And I'm like, Oh, it's not okay. <laughs> I don't think. I don't he think shouldn't have it. He shouldn't. I like I don't think you make that argument. Or like, well, he couldn't get it up because he was guilty. And I'm like, I, I don't know I about that either. Nice. I don't know about that either. But all right, if it's the argument you want to make, go ahead. Um, there is yeah, talk. No, I, I, I truly did like the episode, and I, yeah. I, I think it bodes well. I, but I think here's the thing: as I think that kind of. It kind of exacerbates why episode three was such a mist for me. Because the story was so rich in one, two, and four. With the and characters and everything, I, I, I didn't feel that way about three. So I don't I, want to call it a filler episode, but they always ha you always have that one episode in a season that's kind of like just there to be there because like you kind of have to build up. Um, even though one and two start off strong, three, I, I agree, was like kind of eh. But I feel like that's just because it's, it was still setting up for like, okay, this is what's happening in between like these seven years. This is what Damon's been doing. This is what they've been doing. Um, but there is talk of the two girls. Um, I don't remember. They're the two young, Alicent and Renera, of joining season two. Still in like flashbacks. Um, but I'm, I'm more curious to see, like in that sense, I, I want to see where they finish off season one before I'm like, okay, I need the girls to come back and just kind of fill in these like blank spots. Like, okay, let's find out exactly what happened at this point to lead to this. Well, I feel like also, they've been doing. Well, also I heard that, or I saw on Twitter that there's a deleted scene of, of the wedding of the wedding and i'm like yeah, why yeah, would yeah. you delete that that's such a that would be such a dope scene to watch the all tension of them of her yeah, yeah. of her getting her best friend ready to go marry her dad like why why would you delete that so i hope that's where that plays in i hope that in bringing them back it's those scenes that kind of yeah. then 
justify their characters right. or why they are the way they are right now. So that's what I would hope. But yeah, I was like, oh my god, that was that's an amazing idea. Why didn't you? Keep and they had that? pictures. They had pictures of young Allison at her wedding, and I was like, well, these are gorgeous. Like, I wish we had actually seen like some of that. this other right. than this. Yeah, right. So um, I hope that that's coming. I'm excited to see where they go with episode five because that's kind of that's episode five. I feel like is going to be a turning point, obviously, because going into episode six, we have like a even bigger time jump. So curious to see where they leave off with episode five, um, how they kind of work around things where we leave off with Renera, Allison, maybe Viserys dies. Cause I, I don't think we've seen, I haven't seen him really in like future images. So maybe he dies in this one. And then the time jump is kind of like, okay, Aegon is 16 and he's the king or it's Renera as the, like, we don't know who the queen or king are going to be in like future episodes. I think At least Aegon, I, don't. I think Aegon's gonna be sixteen. I think Aegon is going to challenge for the throne being a man. Whether I think Alison's gonna be a huge proportion of whether he's sixteen or whether he's like ten, his boy, like Joffrey sort of situation of like Alison really He does pushing, kill his aunt. He does Alicent kill really, her. Alison really pushing for Aegon to be king of of or, of the well, especially if, she, if so, Allison's no longer the queen, if it goes to Renera, and she's like ruling I, for however many years, right? And so Allison could be like, "No, let's get the throne back. You are you are the rightful king, or something." Like she's she's a little conniving too. Yeah, I think she will be. Um, but I feel like that's because of her father. I feel like she grows into it because of him. But also, like, I'm if she, how do I say this without sounding crude? She is in a really bad situation being she a woman in, at that time. And as a result, is expected just to raise children and that's where she's supposed to be. And yet you can see that she's a social climber. And it's something that right. her dad, her dad kind of put her to, yes. But I also think that she's starting to kind of gauge what she's that is. She's learning more about she's it. She's learning more about it. And so I do think that naturally we'll get to a point where she's kind of like Cersei from last from the Game of Thrones, where she's vouching for her kids and she's trying to navigate the Game also, of Thrones. I also feel like, so Cersei w- was a queen, and then her husband dies, and the king goes to her children, or whoever it was. I, I can't remember that far back, but I think it went to uh, Joffrey, right? Went to Joffrey, so I feel like getting out of that royal status does something to somebody and they're like okay now i need to social climb my way back up which is what i think allison's gonna do once she sees okay my best friend is like the the shoe kind of the shoe flips so i think that's kind of what's gonna happen but i could be wrong which i usually am but as we see their friendship is teetering goes back and forth which yeah we'll see what happens a question um, for you. Yeah. Question you just said, me. yeah, a question for you. You just okay. said you think that Damon is the best character right now, right? Right. In Game of Thrones history. In history of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, is that what you said? Or am I. No, no, no. In this off? show. He's the best character in this show. Like in the House of the Dragon. I, I would say he's one of the best out of both shows, yes. But in this one, I love that. That's what I have an issue with. So you're saying Damon is better than Tyrion Lannister? Is that what you're saying? 
Tyrion was uh Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. No, I'm not so that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like he's one of the best out of both shows. One of out of out of both shows. House of the what Dragon and Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm not saying he's the best out of both shows. He's one of the best. Like there's multiple of them. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm saying in the House of the Dragon, I think he has him between him and okay, I have to say between him and uh, Renera have the strongest characterization for me. Mm. But out of both shows, he is one of my favorites. I think Arya okay. Arya is, is going to be an all-time favorite character, so is Tyrion. Okay. Okay. Why? No, I just I was just like, what? That's blasphemy right there. I was like, no, no, no. Plus, it's no only been, been like Tyrion. Like, it's also only been four episodes, and I could change my mind later on. But yeah. I, I really like off the bat, he has been one of my favorite characters so far in this show. Between Makes both sense. shows, I have to say, like Arya probably takes the cake, but Tyrion also comes close to that. I like Tyrion's growth as a character. Now I feel like mm-hmm. I have to defend myself on this. <laughs> Tyrion, best growth since season one. Arya has always had that mindset where she she knew what she wanted and she mm-hmm. wasn't going to change her mind. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's just how I see it. Anyways. <laughs> Why? Who do, who, if I had to say from this... House of the Dragon, who would be your favorite character so far? My mind's saying Otto right now. I had a high, I had a strong, strong feeling you were going to go for like the odd character. My mind's saying Otto. I, I truly appreciate the acting work that Reese did when um, he was fired. I think that that was such a great acting moment of being confused as to why he's experiencing what he's experiencing being like but i did my job i've been loyal i'm not sure what you're asking of me and then you see that the hand pin is being removed from clothes i mean like you serve the world well but um you know yeah whatever the the line is i forgot and then you see that nature of like grief and confusion and i was like that is such a great emotion on his face and he ends with like your grace and then just leaves and i was like yeah i like that shit that put that in my veins that's acting work right there i like that you can't tell if he was being like sincere when that happened or if he was just like fuck i just lost it like if he if he like actually felt bad or not, and I like that about him. Um, no, I have to say, the one thing I'm upset and bring up the first time. So, the little potion at the end of the episode. Hey yo, so, hey yo, that I, that <laughs> sent me because I was like, what? I knew. I, so I knew. Obviously, every fan probably felt this, but like 
as soon as the like the meister, whatever his name is, brought the drink in, I'm like, you can just feel the tension in the room. Like he didn't want to bring it to her. You could tell he kind of felt awkward explaining it. He's like, it's a little brew tea with something in or whatever he says. And she just kind of looks at, like she doesn't say anything. And that's when I was like, oh my God, like that was horrid, but that was fantastic. Just the way like it leaves off on her staring at the bottle and you're like, oh, because I didn't like the ending so much of her staring at the bottle, but I did like the scene. Uh, I like the represent in a sense. I like the representation of how it was kind of <laughs> just like the confusion, but also how much power you can tell the king has, and he's like, "You are not going to be pregnant with your like." When he thinks that hit like the whole scene, and she tells him. Or she's telling Allison, no, 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 like, I never had sex with him, which they really didn't. But he is like, you're not having his child. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was saying words without saying words. Yeah, I agree. But I had to bring that one up. Um, but any final thoughts on anything we've discussed tonight? I, I don't have any final thoughts. I just think that... I'm really getting into House of the Dragon. I'm excited to watch every Sunday. Sometimes I forget what time it comes on, but I watch it on the dot all the time. Um, so I'm excited for it. But uh, yeah, I think D23 was awkward and I hope that they fix that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty shitty what they were doing. But then again, I understand if you're paying... Hundreds of dollars of your press, you expect to get things that the average fan cannot. So I, I totally appreciate that. And yet, I'm also like, bro, it doesn't cost much to give us all the trade at the same time. Like, it, <laughs> like you can do it. So, um, yeah. These guys haven't been any leaks. But it was okay. Well, they took phones. And they also said, if, you, if we see you leak phones, we're going to delete the delete the uh video and then we may even take the phone so i kind of dissuaded some people from taking video at the mm. event um but if that's what needs to happen to stop leaks then so be it right like that's yeah. the the world we live in um but yeah felt d23 could have been handled better um i think especially coming off the back of fandom and um what was the other one that we watched? The the the. I don't know. I'll just say fandom. Especially coming off the back of fandom, I felt like it could have been handled a lot better, and I felt like that was the place to provide whether you were there or not with all the content that you needed. Um. Oh, we forgot about talking about Daredevil. We forgot to talk about Echo. Um, great shows that I think are gonna really great announcements. Um, great announcements there. Um, I felt Willow is gonna be interesting for a couple people who the people who really enjoy Willow. Excited to see that as a project. Um, and you know, um, Warwick Davis coming back and doing that work. Um, Indiana Jones Five, great work. I heard he teared uh, up on stage. Loki that was season, precious. Loki season two. We didn't talk about that, and that's going to be great. And that'll Kate tie Rayquan, in the whole multiverse. Um, coming in is going to yeah. be a great addition. Um, 
you know, the plot for Ant-Man, I think, is an interesting one. Um, yeah. With with uh, Kang asking Scott to do a heist for him and then taking Cassie as, a, as like, the bait. Um, I think it's gonna, that's interesting. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about from, from the 23. I just don't feel it was handled very well i felt like it should have been available to everybody and it would have been nice to have had access like everybody else had access or it really just means that we gotta really put our friends together for (laughs) next year so that we can go to anaheim and experience it ourselves Um, or get press passes somehow or get press passes yeah just give us a press pass um but no, I agree with everything you said. I think it could have been, I think it was a little underwhelming, um, especially going from being able to view it a couple of years ago with the, the virtual to not being able to really view it, um, kind of getting secondhand knowledge. Um, thankful that we did get everything off Twitter, though. Um, disappointed that we still don't get to see these tra- these amazing trailers. Um, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think that's my most anticipated trailer coming up whenever it does come out um, next to the Marvels. But Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm, I'm really curious about. Um, I've seen a lot of like trans- transcriptions for it, um, a lot of details on like the video that was presented. And um, as we all know, there there was an image that was leaked of Ant-Man's helmet being cracked in. So we just really know King's going to really tear them apart. Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes. Loki season two, I, I'm excited for. Um glad that the whole gang is back and a new addition to the cast. Um, yeah, everything else, I'm, I'm happy about all the announcements that were made. Excited to see, hopefully next year, what else we can gouge from it. House of Dragon, I'm excited to watch every Sunday at night and I make sure to sit my happy ass in my bed and excited to see where we're going. Well, that sounds like it's a great place to end. Um, And that was another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you next time.